No, 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 no. He's not on Brad Pitt level. Right. Oh, definitely. I mean, no one's on Brad Pitt level. I know. But I know. Uh, <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome to this week's episode of the savage podcast, the, the Christmas episode, oh my- I guess. Is this the Christmas episode? Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably not going out right on Christmas because I'll be having Christmas with my family. So probably the, <laughs> probably the Boxing Day episode. Of the Boxing Day episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Well, except that it's going to be for, for everyone <laughs> Merry else. Merry late Christmas. Merry late Christmas for the non-patrons. Oh, so the patrons will get this like on the Christmas week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you sure? Yes. Because when's Christmas? Uh, Monday the 25th. Yeah, but it's not. And that's when this will go out on Tuesday. This will go out on Tuesday. And the other episode that we recorded. Oh my God, Christmas coming up. Yeah. <gasps> I literally thought there was like another week until no. Christmas. Oh God, Rose, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I've, I've been sick for the last few days. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sick. <God> anyway, <laughs> I've been sick for the last few days. Yeah. So I think it has warped my uh, sense, sense of, of time. Mm. That's yeah. usually Daniel, but. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, no. What oh. I want to show you. So I said, well, I'll show you after, but okay. like I started after the recordation, after the recordation, but I mean, I'm fine to talk about it. Well, like <laughs> we, I started like a blooper reel and <laughs> I haven't finished. There's still a lot of work to do on it, but mm-hmm. like, there's like so many clips of like you just like banging your mic. You're like <laughs> spilling And then stuff. you look at me like, yeah, you're going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right, guys. So speaking of, of Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Yeah. If you guys want to make sure you get the episodes at a timely fashion, mm-hmm. Then make sure you subscribe to our Patreon account is patreon.com slash the savage podcast. It starts as little as $3 a month Mm -hmm. and you get every episode a week earlier than everyone else. You get bonus content every single month. So this month we're doing a drunken Christmas episode. Christmas episode. So that's going to be really fun. Yeah. And then you also get ad free content. So make sure you check it out. Patreon.com slash the savage podcast and you get shout outs. Yeah. Are there any new? Not okay. this week. Okay. No shout outs this week. Yeah. But yeah, if you join, you will get a little shout out in the show. Yeah. So yeah, make sure you check it out, you guys. So. And you get access to our huge library <laughs> of, of all of our. Bonus content. Of bonus content. Which so, is, there's so many now. So. Yeah, there's like, I don't know, like 40. Yeah. So if you're bored during the holidays, just subscribe and listen to all of them. Yeah. Actually, guys, we got shook the other day because we were talking about on this podcast. We're like, yeah, we've been doing this podcast for like oh, yeah. a year or two years. And I was like, no, Rose, it's been like three years. And then someone Somebody commented. Wrote, it was four, four years. So this month, actually, because we did start in December 2019. Oh, my God. That's insane to me. Yeah. Because I literally had to sit there when, when I read that comment. Yeah. I sat there and I was like, 2019, is that four years ago? I was like, no, that must be mistaken. And yeah. I had to like count. I was like, no, it yeah. was four years. How has it been four years? This means it's been almost four years since the beginning of COVID. Yes. Actually, and it basically it's four years. Well, it no, kind of started in December. It did. But technically when everything got crazy was yes, March. Because that's March. when I was, so I remember So in that. a few months, it will be, be four years. Four years since the beginning of the craziness of yes. COVID. Yeah. Which is so crazy to me. Like I literally feel like the time... I don't even like 
how has four years gone by? True. I I, I feel like it's I feel on the both sides because I also sometimes I think you feel like it's so long ago. Yeah, because I also think like for example, I feel like I've been back in Canada for a really long time, and then I like remind myself I'm like, well, hang on a second, I've actually only been back in Canada for like three and a half years. Does you it know? feel like it's like only? No, no. Really? Like I, I feel like I've been here a little bit longer. Like, really? I feel like just because like a lot's happened, you right? Know? And then I look back, and I'm like, it's only been three and a half years. Like, Maybe it's because it's th- this is why the theory is correct. It's because you've broken up your life a little bit, right? Because mm. you had your 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 segment in in the UK. Yep. And then you came back here, so yeah. it's almost like. I don't know. I feel like that helps maybe slow down time in a way, maybe. Which would make sense. That makes sense. Because right. like if, if you, for example, like, and I'm not saying like this is a lot of people's yeah. lives, but like, let's say you grew up in a town, you went to school in the town, go to university in the town, get yeah. a job in that town, get married, have kids, continue that job forever until you retire. Right. Like, or have like similar jobs, but always just always in the same town, always in the same, you bought a house, you've been in the same house for 30 years. Yeah. Like it becomes like mundane like it becomes like part of your routine which there's nothing wrong with this but it does make time go by faster mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if you're doing the same thing every single day it all blends together yes this is what i'm saying this is why we need to live our lives in segments mm. but i don't know how <laughs> what segment are we in right now Rose? Uh, we're in the uh hating dating <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which we did a mukbang video oh, oh guys on my main channel so cheap lazy vegan you guys go on cheap lazy vegan you need to on watch the youtube it. channel okay yeah. And we just did a mukbang together, which is an eating show. Oh. And um, I think this is our best mukbang yet. It guys, I have to <laughs> I have to like be honest here. So Daniel I, died laughing. I was <laughs> fucking dying. I was also dying while I was editing. <laughs> yeah. I like I watched the first half and the first half is still good, right? Yeah. And I was like, you but know, it's watch not it. as entertaining as the second exactly. half. Exactly. And I, maybe I ran out of time or I was doing something else. So I kind yeah. of like I was like, oh, I'll watch the rest later. And then Rose like said something about the comments or I don't know if it was you or something. And I looked at the comments yeah. and the comments were like, oh my God, this, this is so funny. The dating section is so funny. And I was like, I need to watch this properly. Yeah. So I started watching it. But oh, you, you were also high. I was a little bit stoned, <laughs> but I watched it again when I wasn't stoned and it, and was, it was still, just funny. oh my God. Like I was Are like, we allowed to laugh so much at ourselves. I feel like we can. Okay. I feel like we can. So guys, really, you need to watch this mukbang. I think it will bring some joy into your lives. Yes. Me and Rose bicker so much at it, <laughs> but it is so good. Like Rose is like, oh, I want to like, I, I can't think of an example. Be like, oh, I want to be dating. I'm like, Rose, you have to actually respond to messages. <laughs> like just so much shade. Yes, you guys and, need like, to watch it. Uh, it is up. We can link it below. Yeah. So we'll link it in the show notes. If you guys want to watch the mukbang, it's a Christmas dinner. So if you want to eat Christmas dinner with us, mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh, it's so there good. You go. It's so good. Um. So anyways. Yeah. Shall we jump into the stories? I think we should jump in. Like, you know, let's just dive right in there. Let's dive right in. And, and go into our first stories because there's some some interesting oh. stuff going on this week. This episode is brought to you by Compliment. Compliment Essential is the ultimate multivitamin made for and by plant-based eaters. Optimize your health with the eight critical vitamins, minerals, and omega-3s proven hard to get through a plant-based diet alone all-in-one, easy-to-take capsule. I've been taking Compliment Essential for months now, and it makes it so easy to make sure I'm filling in all my nutrient gaps. If you're looking for the multivitamin for plant-based eaters, make sure to check out Compliment Essential. Go to lovecompliment.com. That's L-O-V-E-C-O-M-P-L-E-M-E-N-T.com and use code SAVAGEPODCAST, S-A-V-E-G, podcast, to get 15% off your order and save even more by subscribing so you never miss taking your vitamins. Be sure to check out their other awesome products like vegan protein powder, gut nurture, and daily greens. Once again, that's lovecompliment.com and use the code SAVAGEPODCAST to save 15% off compliment products. 
Thank you so much to Compliment for supporting this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, this one's actually pretty dark. <laughs> I mean, they're all dark, guys. What's okay, going on? Well, it's I, Christmas. This is okay. So sometimes when I, so today, this morning, mm-hmm. I'm getting up, and sometimes when I'm getting up and I don't mm-hmm. want to get up just yet, I play like I play some random videos on YouTube. Yeah. And sometimes it'll be like I follow a lot of news channels, so it'll be like you know, like YouTube news channels. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be like that. <clears throat> so I like literally just like clicked on some random video, mm-hmm. and it was like. Oh, like, you know, 14 dead in Prague. And I literally was like, is there a city in the U.S. called Prague? Because like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I knew yeah. there was, you know, obviously I know Prague yeah. is in the Czech Republic, but I was like, there's no way it happened in like Prague. Mm. So I was like, because you know, sometimes there's like a Paris and like there's Alabama a, or something. Or like a London in Canada. Ontario. Yeah. Exactly. So I literally was like, is there a city in the U.S. called Prague? Yeah. But apparently it's not in the U.S. We're yeah. talking about Czech Republic here. <gasps> I think. Let me just double check this. I think it is. Yes, Europe. So Prague in shock and horror after senseless shooting attack leaves 14 14 dead. dead. Now, the reason why this is so shocking is because outside of the U.S., Mass shootings are very not so common. They don't happen as often. They almost never happen. Like, yeah. this is an exclusively U.S. problem, okay? Yeah. Well, it's because a lot of countries, again, generally have stronger exactly. gun legislation, so it works. Um, so, yeah. Apparently, Prague was in shock and mourning Friday, which is mm-hmm. which was just today. But I think this happened on the 21st. So, killed 14 and injured 25 oh more God. at Charles University. Goddamn, always like universities I and know. schools are Why targets. Why is it always like this? I don't it's understand. because there's a lot of people there. But it's I like, think at those uh, institutions, there's like a lot of people. What is the psychology though? Like I still genuinely do not understand. I guess it's a good thing I don't understand, but it's yeah. like, what is the psychology? Like I need to kill as many people as possible. Like yeah. what is that? I don't know. I, I actually, did, there, I took a sociology class and there right. was a whole section on mass shooters. Oh, really? And I wish I could remember more from right. it because there is like a very interesting like psychoanalysis. Right. Yeah. And there is reasons why. Like, I mean, with the school stuff, a lot of it is like they were bullied and shit happened right. to them and then they like retaliated some of that stuff. But like, it's not always that right. case. Um, but anyway, sorry. Continue. Okay. So yeah. it was the deadliest peacetime attack in the history of the Czech Republic. Yeah. So if you don't know, Prague is a city in Czech Republic. I've been there. It is beautiful. Um, and yeah, so I guess this was the deadliest thing. Mm. Peacetime attack. I guess that means like when it's not in war. Because yeah. like, you know, Europe's been in lots of wars. Yeah. I think that's what that means. So yeah, the brutal incident on Thursday was also the first ever school or college shooting in the Czech Republic. Mm. And so obviously everyone's like very shocked. shocked. Yeah. <clears throat> So it was a Prague, a festive winter wonderland just 24 hours before. It felt somber and empty on Friday morning. Um, and, and it's almost almost Christmas time, too. I know. Too. That's what's so fucking sad. Oh, God. We don't know much about... It's all. I mean, all, obviously, it's always sad. Yeah. But like... Especially during this time. It's yeah. even worse. So I guess the gunman was a 24-year-old man who was a student at the university and he died by suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, police and, has not yet named him. And this often happens as well with mass shooters is quite often like... They kill themselves? Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's a trend. Like it's like they, they well, do I this mean, huge thing and then they're just like <clears throat> gone. I feel like at that point it's like... I'm more surprised when they don't kill themselves because it's true. like... That's what, true. What do you have to live for at that point? Like you know you're going to get caught. Mm. Like you know... like. You know, you know, you're probably going to do life in prison mm. in, the, in the States. You might get death penalty. Who the fuck knows? I just like can't imagine how fucking scary it would be to like oh be my at God, university, like changing classes or something like going through the halls and just like somebody opening fire. Yeah. Like how terrifying. It yeah. Would be. Like, oh and how much if you're one of the sur- lucky ones that survive, like the kind of trauma. The that trauma. You would carry with you, I know the trauma. Like, oh, I don't even. It is surprising that this has happened. I know. It's. I'm shocked. Yeah. Because 
I mean, I don't know what the laws are with mm-hmm. guns. I'm I'm sure it's not that like lax mm. like in Europe in general. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like they've never seen anything like this. This is yeah. like a like a freak incident. Okay. Yeah. And I think also too, quite often. Well, actually, I don't know if it's quite often, but like again, like you know, I don't want to say that Europe is like better. But generally, they have like more like socialist systems. They have more yes. overall, like compared yeah. to when you compare to like North America, for example. And quite often, I think people, you know, if you need to seek certain support for things, there's a lot more of it. And yeah. so it's like that's probably also another reason why they have a little bit less gun, Maybe. gun violence and stuff. Yeah, in some ways. I think it's getting worse now yeah. in general, but everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Mm. Uh, we don't actually know because we don't know the shooter. We don't know the yeah. reason for this happening. Um, and unfortunately, because the shooter <clears throat> killed themselves, oh, like God. we will never really know yeah. why. Oh, God. Anyways, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. I God, like just kill yourself. Uh, sorry, but like just kill yourself. Exactly. Like why do you have to kill other people? Like it's just. And these are people you don't even know. This is why I don't understand. Mm. I think a lot of it, like sometimes it's because they want the notoriety or whatever. Like they want to be famous. Mm. But I don't think that's always the case. Like I don't think they always want to be famous. Yeah. There's there's different, there's obviously different but reasons like, and trains of right. thought as to why. Like there's definitely that element of like they want fame. Like some people are out there and they that's all they want. And that's yeah. all they care about. Like um, this is interesting here though. It says. Yeah, I just saw that too. The Czech Republic has relatively liberal gun laws compared to the rest of the European Union. However, gun attacks are obviously rare. To obtain a gun legally, a person needs an official firearm license, which mm. requires a medical examination, a weapon proficiency exam, and no previous criminal record. Sounds pretty reasonable to me. I would think so, but you know, not, a, not, <laughs> not according to our, our friends in the United States of America. Oh my God, it's actually insane to me that that is like, yeah, that's considered like somewhat you know, mm. like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I just feel like that's the bare minimum. That should be the bare minimum. Uh, and yeah. in the U.S., that would be like all hell breaks loose if you tried well, to bring that kind of legislation. Was it Obama or somebody that was like talking to this, the gun, the gun, what is it, the Rifle Association mm. or whatever it was? And they were talking about how, like, for example, if you want to drive a car, so a car can obviously kill somebody, right? <clears throat> if you want to drive a car, you have to get a license. You have to do an exam. You have to. I doubt you know, it was Obama that said that. No, probably not Obama. But somebody was saying this. They're like, you he have would to never do, say that. No, true. <laughs> I don't think. You have to do all of these things to like be able to um, operate a vehicle. Yes. That being said, obviously, some people still get in car accidents. Some people are still yes. not still not responsible. But it decreases the chances if you just gave everyone a vehicle. You know what I mean? And said, hey, Absolutely. anyone can drive. And it's the same for guns. It's like this is a device that can kill people very that is easily. Designed to kill. Exactly. That's the only reason to have a gun. So yeah, I don't think it's crazy for them to, those should be minimum requirements for, yeah. for gun legislation. Like that should just yep. be. But apparently it's not. Oh, God damn. But yeah, uh, I feel like now probably judging by what we've seen in other countries mm. other than the U.S. because they've had this situation, they will probably have even more strict, strict laws. Yeah, they'll probably crack down. Yes, because like this often happens. Like I think in Australia they had like one or two mass shootings and then they were like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Fuck this shit. No more guns or some shit. Yeah. So other countries like, because they don't have, you know, something like the NRA maybe, or is anything well, no, as and strong also, as that? Also you have to remember it's in the constitution, your right to oh, bear yeah. arms. Oh, right. So you, and you don't want to fuck with the, the constitution Nobody wants to fuck with that constitution that was written. So Years many, this, ago. this is what's crazy to me about a lot of these things. The fucking like, constitution. Uh, okay. The U S constitution. And don't get me wrong. I think there's some good stuff in there, right? Like there are some, good things mm. but also like you know the bible and all of these other things right. all of those are factored in I, well and all of that these documents were created 
in a different time. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like in a completely different time. I know. And it's like, do you not think they need to be updated? Do you not think like, you know, times have changed like back in the day like you know how there's like there's like that verse in the bible that's like if a woman is or if anyone is infidelity in relationship they should be stoned to death or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is right like that was what was done back then you i know, know I mean? and we've accepted that that's not okay exactly so and why now, is that changed but certain things can't change but that's what i mean the whole yeah. thing need, there needs to be a revision it's like with laws like law always has to be modified and changed because things change. Like look at technology now that we have, like we have all this crazy shit and it's like, we can't expect to follow laws or follow certain principles or constitutions that were developed 200 years ago. Things were so different. Exactly. When it was like completely different world. Agreed, Daniel. And now we're Preach. In a, we're not we're in a whole new world, Rose. Preach to the congregation. A whole, a whole new a new fantastic point of view. Beautiful. Okay, next. Next. <laughs> what we what we be talking about next? Well, uh, oh yeah, let's talk about that one. Okay. Well, first let's talk about Yes. This again, very again, this is gonna be old news. It's already kinda old news, but it's important. Okay, because some of you guys maybe you don't listen you don't follow the news about this. Yeah. But we try to throw in a few little snippets about this uh, lovely Israel-Palestine uh, conflict, the ongoing saga. And obviously, saga. I'm being sarcastic here. It is very tragic. Yes. So, <clears throat> recently we found out. Um, I mean, this came out like a few days ago. Yeah. And I was actually shocked that Israel actually uh, admitted this because usually they just lie. Yeah. Like they're very okay with just lying about everything. Mm. But basically, um, there were three Israeli hostages, and let me, like. What have I said since day one? They do not give a fuck about the hostages. No. They've never given a fuck. They will never give a fuck. And this is proof, okay? Mm -hmm. So three Israeli hostages um, that were taken by Hamas. Yeah. They tried to to escape. They tried to save themselves only to be killed by the IDF, which is the Israeli Defense Forces. So Israel shot their own hostages. Yeah. And the crazy thing is they... Like, because they know, you know, Israelis know that the IDF, they will just shoot. Okay. So, yeah. like, they probably know that they can't just, like, leave and, like, somehow not get shot. Mm. So, they took off their shirts. They were shirtless, showing that they don't have a bomb. They don't have, like, weapons. Yeah. And they were holding, like, some kind of white flag or something to show that they're innocent. Or yeah. They're, like, you know, whatever. Like, some kind of thing. And they, uh, and also, one of them is, like, a fucking ginger. Like, like not to say that like he does, he looks Israeli like he doesn't look Palestinian you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah 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 and they were speaking Hebrew mm-hmm. they were like shouting in Hebrew being like oh like you know save us yeah with a white and they espe- got shot especially the white flag that's supposed to be a sign for like surrender exactly. right so three Israeli hostages that had been in captivity for 65 days when mm-hmm. they received a glimmer of hope. A group of Israeli soldiers arrived at the building in Gaza where they were holed up with their captors. So again, yeah. first of all, there's other hostages that like have died and stuff. And like yeah. a lot of people, there's a lot of speculation, like how they died and, yeah. you know, and also like my entire point was how can you bomb a place where you don't know where the fucking hostages are? Mm-hmm. Like you're just like carpet bombing this place. If you care only about the hostages, even if you care just about the hostages, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be bombing like the way that they do. Exactly. Anyway, <clears throat> So I guess uh, all this stuff happened. So basically, yeah. So, so when that, when that, when that happened, they saw that glimmer of hope. They're like, Oh, there's Israeli soldiers here. Yes. Let's get the fuck out of here. So you're right. They went out of the building. They, they yeah. took their shirts off. So they're bare chested to show a makeshift white flag. again to show that they have no weapons. They have no, you know, oh. nothing. And then they made a makeshift white flag. They walked out to try to like, you know, walk to the soldiers and the soldiers, 
um, thought they were walking into an ambush and hadn't accounted for the possibility that there had been escaped hostages. But I'm like, are you not looking before you shoot? Like, are you just shooting no, anything that moves? No, they're just shooting whatever. Like, like that sounds insane to me. Yeah. It's like how for, again, like this is a well-trained army. Okay, this isn't like just you know, like someone's me or you with a machine gun or something, exactly, you know, like, like not knowing what we're doing. This should be a well-trained army anyways. Yeah. And they're, they just shot their own, own hostages. Like this is crazy. And they're so young too. 26, so 28 sad. and 24. Like, come on. Can you imagine you're like stuck in captivity yep. or I don't know. You're like held captive for mm. however many days. You're probably scared. Mm. And then you finally see like, oh my God, this is, these are my guys. Like, no these are my, what these we, are my guys. No matter what we think about like Israeli uh, government and their soldiers yeah. or IDF or like Palestinians, whatever. Like these are people. Okay. These are yeah. people that are scared. Okay. And they think, okay, Israeli soldiers, they're going to protect me. Yeah. They, they must know I'm Israeli because a, I kind of, you know, I don't look Palestinian. Let's be honest. One mm. of them doesn't anyway. Two of them, you can't really tell. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But also, like, I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm mm-hmm. going to speak Hebrew. We're going to hold a fucking white flag. Yeah. What more could they possibly have done? Exactly. How are you going to say you care about hostages ever? Exactly. And also, it's like, they say they think they're walking into an ambush. But, like, if, especially if they're not wearing... How are they walking into an ambush? But this is the thing. And and also, <clears throat> they, you can you would be able to see if they had weapons on them. And what's so crazy is, like, let's be fucking honest. Like, they know for a fact that, like, most of these people in Palestine, they don't have weapons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, stop. Like... Let's stop pretending that, you know, you it's a fair fight. Mm-hmm. Stop pretending that they have the same, uh, you know, resources that you do. So anyways, this it's so sad. Like, they, they fucking just got killed. Like, can you imagine you're trying to escape and then they, they just get shot? And I think according to what I saw, I can't remember. I don't know if this article says, but like mm-hmm. two of them, they got shot. And then one of them was like, I think they were, oh, wait, it says they used food to stain a cloth with the words, help three hostages written in Hebrew. Again, they were just not paying any attention. It yeah. seems like as well as SOS to alert the IDF of their location. And an Israeli drone captured video of the signs hanging from a building. But the battalion that was there at the time marked the building as a potential trap. Okay. Um, anyway, like a sniper position more than a hundred yards away, fired the shots that killed the three. Yes. No. The Killed two, two of them. and wounded one. And then one. wounded Haim. And Haim ran back inside the building and called out for help in Hebrew. Yeah. The battalion commander held fire. But when Haim reemerged in the doorway, another soldier against the orders of the commander to not fire shot him dead. What the what fuck? What the actual fuck? Like, are you okay? <laughs> Why are you shooting? Like, the soldiers reportedly said they had not fully understood their commands. Oh my God. Don't shoot. Anyway, I'm shocked that they even acknowledged it because, again, yeah. usually they would just lie. They lied about so many different things. Like, we haven't even covered half the shit that they lied about. Mm. Like, they lied about this one. They, like, captured a bunch of men. They, like, made them go all shirtless and stuff and basically humiliated this huge group of people yeah. saying that they were, like, all Hamas, even though, like, it was proven that, like, the majority were not Hamas. Like, they were, like, not Hamas. Yeah. And this one guy, he was, there was, like, a video of a guy, like, taking a gun. Like, basically, Israel posted this video of a guy holding a gun and he was, like, putting the gun like like basically surrendering the gun okay that's what it is supposed to look like yeah so he's surrendering the gun being like oh like yes this is my gun but then there's two sets of videos apparently because it's on one video he's holding it in one hand and in the other video he's in, and but they're doing the same as in they're doing two multiple sh- takes uh, of him surrendering the gun but in one video he's holding it in one hand and another video he's holding it in another hand mm. so essentially it's that's like the proof that there's two takes. You know right, what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. why is he surrendering the gun twice? 
Why yeah. is the same person surrounding the gun twice? So again, like that's another lie. Mm-hmm. He wasn't part of Hamas. That was already like, again, like just so many lies. Well, it's like, it's <clears> like, here's <throat> another quote from this. Yeah. It says, it's super important to understand the psyche, the psyche and the combat environment these soldiers are in, um, citing circumstance instances of units encountering Hebrew messages believed to be traps and incident. And then it doesn't go any further incidents of women and children approaching IDF soldiers with white flags when Hamas snipers were lying in wait. Okay, so when has that ever happened? NBC News has not independently <laughs> verified these accounts. Yeah, so when has that ever happened? Well, exactly. Like, please uh, prove that that's happened. Yeah. And also, uh, like, it's... Okay, why don't they just let them in that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Uh, anyway. Yeah, if they, if they like... It they're, they're coming in with no... Sh- like, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, come on! Mm. This is so crazy! Like, there's no... Anyway... Like it's fucked up, but anyway, and, and I heard like one of the dad, uh, one of the dads of the, one of the victims, um, he was like doing an interview and he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, the I can't remember exactly what he said, but basically he's like, yeah, the Israeli uh, soldiers, they, what did they say? I think he said like, yeah, the Israeli government killed my kid twice. He bas- or like failed my kid twice. So the first time when he let them, um, when he let them like kidnap them in the first place yeah because did you like did we talk about this they knew about this attack a year ago mm, yeah, yeah yeah we did talk yeah. about so it so they yeah, knew yeah. about this exact attack very like specific to the point yeah a year ago didn't do anything about it which adds to my suspicion that they kind of wanted this to happen yeah so anyways so so a like and like israelis know that like this should have not happened you know what i mean of course so, like, they do blame like no matter where we are in this whole like debate about whether or not this whole thing you know the occupation and stuff Mm. they still like you know their whole thing is they're not being protected by their government because you know obviously this shit is happening Mm. so first of all he's like yeah my my son got killed twice the first time when he got abducted and second time when he was killed by his israeli soldiers like how like come on exactly anyway it's crazy um it's insane they don't give a shit about their own hostages let alone the palestinian people it's wild now let's another um thing to to, 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 yeah. to talk about what's going on. Um, so I guess there was a politician. Yeah. Um, you can start this story. Yeah. Hang on. Oh, it's a, a Twitter thread. Okay. I'll so that's one. Down. So a politician named Fetterman. Yeah. So. I, yeah, there you go. So Fetterman, basically, he's a he's a Democrat or he like allegedly he's like he's a little bit left wing. Um, you know, he's, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> he supports. No, he supports like, um, you know, universal health care mm. and certain I think also increasing the minimum wage. Every you know, left wing issue, maybe except for this one, except for this one. So he is um, he's been under a little bit of fire lately uh, and a little bit of controversial mm. um, items going on because, number one, he doesn't support the ceasefire in um, the Israel and Palestine conflict. But part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this story, which I think is really interesting when we can kind of talk about it like this piece yeah. of it is he went out on Tuesday, this Tuesday and basically he blamed the social media app TikTok and he said that TikTok is giving young people a warped view of the Israel Hamas war. Now, the reason I wanted to dive into this is because this brings up uh, an interesting topic in a sense that like, you know, we, I mean, you kind of talked about this too, Rose. It's like you said, in the morning you get mm. up and you have your YouTube news that you're watching. Yeah. And, and we obviously like, I go on TikTok a lot too. Like you see things on TikTok. Now, I have two views on this. Okay. What and, are the views? And I, I, I think, okay. What are the views? I so, think I know what the views are, but what are the views? Okay. So on one hand, I'm like, I think that social media is great because yeah. I think that it, what happens is you can see things 
almost in a more unfiltered way. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like anybody can post videos on TikTok. So we're seeing like Palestinians being able to live yep. stream, do all this stuff. So you can actually see what's going on yep. versus versus when we were growing up, we would only see what's on the news and it would have like a, a spin or it would say, this is what's happening. And you would believe that because you say, yep. hey, that's coming from the news and they might, but they have a point of view, right? So there's that side where I'm like, I think it's really useful in terms of seeing what's actually happening on the ground and people can film and do whatever. On the other side, though, where there's some issues is there is a lot of like misinformation, yes. right? And there's yes. a lot of misinformation that gets perpetuated through social media. People share it. It goes viral. And pardon me, there might not be any truth to it, right? Yeah. Like, And I'm not saying that that's about the Israel-Hamas mm-hmm. conflict, but I think that's why there's these back yeah. and forth issues. I don't think people's warped views are based on TikTok. Um, I think it's based on what the fuck is going on there. And I I do think social media has helped in this particular, because I've always, and, and I think we talked about this last time, Every time, like always throughout our life, there's this been this huge conflict in Israel, right? Mm. And I remember as a kid, yeah. like learn, like not even learning about it, but hearing about it. And it was always, I remember being that Israel side, right? Like it was like, oh, like the Hamas is like attacking them. Right. Palestinians are crazy, all this stuff. Right. And, and they're that the was ter- terrorists. They're the terrorists. And that was kind of the narrative we got for a really long time. I feel like lately, like at least this most recent thing that's happened is we've actually seen a lot of support happen for mm-hmm. Palestine. And we've had a lot of support and 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 asked you know calls for ceasefire because people are actually able to see you know mm-hmm. the bigger picture with social media and everything else so i think in this particular instance it's been helpful i'm not saying that everything on tiktok is real and there's going to be obviously some shit that's made up but i think it's helped to kind of create a um not a narrative but to help see and and see both sides yes you know that's the thing i mean what he's saying like yes does it He's blaming TikTok mm-hmm. for people being pro-Palestinian because he thinks that that gives them a warped view. Yeah. I would say yes. TikTok TikTok helped. I would say TikTok helped. You know what I mean? Like yeah. with people to see because normally mainstream media, but I would say okay, mainstream media normally historically, historically has yeah. always been, especially western media, has always been on Israel's side, yeah. right? This is why we always had this view. It's oh, it was always oh, it's so complicated. Yeah. Oh, like they're fighting for no reason. And that in my opinion that's Israel's side because yeah. if you're saying it's complicated, you're you're not you're not acknowledging the power imbalance, mm-hmm. okay? So, it's always been like only the mainstream media gets to tell the story. Yeah. So, and you have to realize that mainstream media is owned by a few people. Yeah. Okay. There's only a few powerful people that have like money to own whatever. And I'm not saying this isn't some Jewish conspiracy. Okay. Mm. I'm just saying a lot of people have a lot of money yeah. and they have, you know, there's, there's money going around. There's um blo- lobbyists or whatever. Mm. So there's a lot, you know, that we can't control. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so we only have seen a certain view and now this time, Regular people, regular schmegular people that are living, literally living in Gaza can show us what's happening. And if we didn't have that, Mm. if we didn't have that, journalists weren't allowed to go in without like Israel's, uh, what do you call it? Um, fuck, what is it (laughs) called? Supervision. What's it called though? Supervision. Israel's, uh, whatever. Approval. Like, (sighs) whatever. Fuck, there's a, there's a term. There is a term when you're like taken by somebody. It's like Uh, if if you went to like North Korea, for example, you're like, like escorted almost. Like a, like a guide i guess i don't know i can't remember the word Escort, but there's a, uh, whatever. what's the word guys <laughs> um so basically i don't think that we would have seen half the things that we've seen mm. and i think thanks to that actually we've seen a little bit more better journalism from 
actual mainstream as well. I don't yeah. know if it's thanks to TikTok, but put, I think that's it's partially put pressure it. on it as well. It's I put think. pressure because you can't lie anymore. And yeah. The fact is, like, you're right that, like, yes, I do think it is easy for, like, you know, false narratives to go crazy on social for media. Sure. And that is definitely one of the negatives of it. That's the big negative. But yeah. at the same time, for example, like, mainstream media also lies. Like, I've, Remember when like first this whole situation happened and the first lie that like some random journalist on like, I don't know where it was, CNN or whatever the fuck Mm. was like, oh yeah. And then there was like, there were pictures of 40 beheaded babies. And then this whole thing just went crazy. Mm. Biden said it. He's like, oh, I just saw pictures of 40 beheaded babies. And like everyone's talking about how like Hamas beheaded 40 babies. I'm not saying Hamas did angelic things. I'm not saying they didn't kill people, but when you say something like 40 beheaded babies, mm. like how like insane does that sound, right? It sounds crazy. So that is a way to push a narrative. And there has been no proof of 40 beheaded babies. Like, yeah. trust me, if they had, if, if the Israeli army had proof that there were 40 beheaded babies, believe it, that they would have fucking blasted, that, that, blasted shit. that shit out there. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. So there is no proof of it. And yet that spread all on mainstream media. Mm. So don't tell me that the only place that there's uh, misinformation is like TikTok. Yeah. Okay. And at least with TikTok, there's like very quick like verification and there could be, you know, some ways of like people, you know, talking about things more. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, mainstream media often like this is how propaganda happens. Like mm. you say something like this, like 40 beheaded babies and people just continue to Take it. spread that mer- narrative even after it's been proven to be wrong yeah. because what the retraction is never as mm. big as the initial statement yeah so you initially say it but then later on you're like oh no i take it back but then how many people are going to say see the part where you said i take right, it right, back right. it doesn't it doesn't have the same impact exactly anyway yeah. <clears throat> this guy he's for sure taking money from uh <laughs> apac <laughs> like i saw no, I, I heard i mean yeah. again Fact check it. It's, the, it's, jo- on <laughs> it's on Reddit. So fact check it, guys. Yeah. Um. So John Fetterman took two thousand four hundred and forty-four. No, two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred. Let me say it for you, Rose. Two hundred forty-four thousand one hundred dollars from, from APEC, APAC, which is like the American-Israeli alliance or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um. And that's where basically, if you take money from them, you really can't say shit about Israel ever. Yeah. And that's apparently the going rate for a U.S. senator. Oh my god. Because apparently you can buy them. Israel is like big oil. They take American taxpayer money in the form of aid. See, this is the thing. Again, a lot of politicians are bought by these lobbyists, okay? And this is why they stand for what they stand for. They don't really stand for anything. They just get paid to stand for something. Mm. And so they can never, like, criticize. And again, it's not about criticizing Jews. I hate this. Mm. I hate this narrative. Like, it's about Israeli government, okay? Criticizing the Israeli government and what the Israeli government is doing. Mm. But apparently we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's just just what is this? My account has been suspended for suspicious activity. What have you been posting? What I do? What have you been posting <laughs> on Reddit, Rose? You mean my foot pictures are the, suspicious? <laughs> I think links to your OnlyFans. That's what's <laughs> that's what's uh been kicking off. I thought it was off. 18 plus. Oh god damn. Actually, it's funny because we're talking about I've bro- literally done nothing on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, guys, fact check that about John Fetterman. Yeah. But anyway, he ha- it's very like he, it's come out that he was like talking about this and how TikTok's warped everyone's views on Israel Hamas. What are your thoughts, guys? What's your thoughts on social media? And if you think it's a good thing for news <laughs> or if you think it's like, it, it, do you think the pros outweigh the cons? Basically, yeah. I think personally, I think the pros do outweigh the cons. I think the fact that this yeah. whole 
situations happened, I think it really has been a positive. Like it's yeah. shown social media in a positive light. Um, I do think obviously there's that misinformation piece that's really like difficult to combat. So I think that can be kind of a, an issue as well. But speaking of Canadian broadcasting companies. Oh God. There was a, a story recently. I want to talk about this one because I think it's also topical and something we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll pull up the story. Okay. So this is what happened. So CBC is uh, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Yes. And uh, I guess there was a there was an interview with the CEO. Um, this is the CEO right there. Okay. And basically, um, they had to cut. Like you know, there's been a lot of layoffs happening this year, and a lot of companies. I guess CBC has not, um, you know, been. Uh, Profitable? Not profitable. No, that's not the... What, what Has not been spared from this. They've also had to lay off people, okay, I guess. yeah. So, so they cut 10% of workforce. Yeah, so they cut 10% of their workforce. Or they will cut. Yeah, it they... says to cut. Yeah. yeah, they will cut. And it was interesting because there was a, an interview and actually I saw a clip of it. I wish like I had it here. Mm. Um, but anyway, they were like having this interview and they asked their the CEO. Sure. And they were like, hey, just wondering, obviously you're having to lay a lot of people off. Like this is a you know troubling time. It's really tough. Um, does that mean that you're not, you guys aren't going to get your bonuses? Like, are you going to get your bonus? <laughs> are you going to get a bonus this year? And she said? She said, um, I can't actually... We haven't re- on we haven't reviewed um, like the pay structure and mm. what we're doing in terms of like bonuses and stuff, but they're putting some pressure on obviously CBC. Um, I don't know is to CB- not be well, doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. She said, uh, "Where was it? We are aware of concerns." I want to see the actual quote because it was like really funny. Where she was <laughs> maybe just- if you go down a little bit. Oh yeah. It's too early to say where, where we are for this year. Even though they've already decided to lay off ten percent. Well, exactly. That's that's when you're like. <laughs> so that decision is yeah. very easy to make. To yeah, make. That, but but the bonus decision, it's too early to determine. Too that. early to decide yeah. how much money we're gonna get. Yeah, we'll be we'll be looking at that like we do all our line items in the coming months. Oh my god! I honestly just the audacity of these people. I know. Um. So it says here that. Uh, so between 2015 and last year, more than 99 million was paid out in bonuses to employees at the public broadcaster, yeah. including 16 million paid to more than 1,000 employees in 2022. Okay, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like that's the, not too bad. Exactly, but but anyway, I I do feel like, and the reason again, this is another not topical story, but kind of. I just think it's really interesting that you know we have all these companies doing these mass layoffs all like so many of them this year and i just feel like if you're laying off like such a large percentage of staff you're impacting so many people's lives and i I, you know what maybe the business has to make that decision you know like maybe it's a tough decision but at the same time not that tough i know (laughs) at the same time how can you make that decision and then at the same time give the like Give bonuses. Team, give these like massive bonus. Like it just yeah. doesn't add up. Like that should be illegal. Like mm. you should not be allowed to do that. Like, yeah. And especially CBC. I mean, like CBC is like a Canadian. Yeah. Isn't it a government media company? I, I think it's like partly public, partly right. private. Like, I think that's probably why there's like a little bit of gray area. Right. But like even the publicly traded companies, like I don't think like as a business, you should be able to lay off. Cause if you think about it from the government standpoint, right? Mass layoffs cost us all money because what's going to happen to all those people while they're yeah, looking they're for gonna work. They're going to be on EI. Exactly. Employment they're, assistance. They're using government funds. So yeah. the government should, it's in all of our best interest guys for the government to put in legislation to yes. say, Hey, you know what? If you have to make the layoffs, you have to make the layoffs. Like you were going to li- let your company run your company, yeah. you know? However, <laughs> if you make a layoff of X number or X percentage of your staff, you, this exact team, is not allowed to have bonuses. I know, totally. 
And then or I like, can, yeah, or like shareholders, like there needs to be something. Or we're not allowed to pay dividends to shareholders. Yes. Do something crazy, right? Do not, something not, not, it's, it's not even crazy. I know. What's crazy is the current situation. I know. And I think the funny thing is, is like, it's just, it's just wild to me that like, again, there's not legislation in place for this because I know that they're publicly owned companies and a lot of people were like, let the companies operate and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we're not talking about how they're operating. We're talking about their compensation structure, right? Like, yeah. and I really feel strongly about this because I'm like, you know, yeah, I just very into this topic. I am. because I, I, I think it's crazy. <laughs> Which I understand. Yeah. It's crazy because you're seeing it more and more. And I, I was saying about how, you know, not, you know, bringing it back to doom and gloom, but like <laughs> we're having it's your favorite topic, Daniel. It is. We're having all these mass layoffs, all these huge companies laying off thousands, tens of thousands of people this year. And that's so many more people that aren't working, that aren't contributing to the economy, yeah, that are using using government benefits, which is all of our taxpayers for everyone else that's working. And this just slows down the economy. Exactly. It's slowing down the economy. We're seeing it in consumer spending. We're yeah. seeing it. And these corporations, they just they just don't seem to see the bigger picture. Like if they're profitable, like if you're if you have a profitable organization, right? You don't really like if you're profitable into billions of dollars, do you really need to lay off people? Exactly. Even if you have some like kind of lazy people on the team, annoying people on the team, exactly. like maybe a couple people you can fire for whatever reason, but you don't actually have to lay people exactly. off. But And, and actually you're going to do more harm than good because the more people that are laid off, maybe they're not buying your products. Exactly. I don't understand. It's a snowball how effect. It's, it's very common sense, but yeah. apparently people don't care. No. <laughs> Like, they don't care at all. It's it's very depressing. It is. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought that was I thought that was funny. Yeah. And honestly, you should have seen the interview with her because the way she did said it go viral. I think it did. Bit. Like I think I'm pretty sure I saw it in TikTok it and that's what TikTok, sparked yeah. it. And then I looked at it more and I was like, oh my god, this is so funny. But the fact that she's like the fact that they've just laid off people and then they ask about the bonuses and she has the audacity to say well, it's actually too early to say where we are with that yeah. this year. And it's like, well, it wasn't And these are bonuses, not like, obviously people should get paid their salary. Of course, but we're yeah. we're talking about their bonuses. This yeah. Extra money. Yeah. So it's like people, you're laying off 10% mm. of your workforce, but you're going to pay people bonuses? I think, you know, it's going to be... on. I think that there's, there's going to be a... I bet you after this interview, she's probably like, fuck. She's probably gotten some backlash. Yeah, and she's probably thinking like, fuck, if we pay ourselves bonuses, we're going to get so much backlash. Do you really need to? Like, how much are you making, girl? She, like, well, they, they said her salary was estimated to be like 450 to like 600K a year. Oh, okay. It's less than what I thought. Yeah. But, no, but I guess it's a... I mean, it's a lot. Don't get me so wrong. It's so good money, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's a yeah. lot of money, but like... You know, like some, you know, you hear, again, this is how warped my perception is yeah. because you would hear, you hear, you know, people making like, I don't know, millions of dollars a year. You know what they do though? So this is another thing that's kind of like oh, interesting. Oh, they have stock options. This is what they do. Yes. Exactly. So most senior exec salaries, they're high, that high. they're high. They can go up to about like a million or maybe 1.5 oh, million right. salary. That's their salary portion. Right. But, the, but, and this is, this is another fucked up thing, guys. So like, if you think about the way comp structure works, right? So obviously a cash bonus you get taxed on your salary you get taxed on but right. in the past executives all got stock options tons and tons of stock options because you you only get taxed on 50% of it right you cuz if you exercise your stock option you get taxed on 50% of the gain yeah i read something about this like as well like a few days ago about mm -hmm. how like yeah rich people this is how they get around like not paying taxes exactly. someone was explaining something or they about still, Elon Musk yeah they still pay tax but they pay a lot less yeah and like he was like they were saying yeah, like yeah like really their salary is like this low yeah. but then they like take out loans or something yes under, and then the collateral is like their company yeah. I can't remember exactly how they basically They're, like they don't give themselves a salary yeah so then it's like oh how are you gonna pay for like stuff yeah and then they take out this huge loan and because they have like a huge company behind it they have huge collateral yeah so they can take out whatever loan 
loan. Yeah. And then I guess the interest, like compared to like how much it would pay for taxes is nothing. So like, anyway, it was like a whole like system. Well, there's a system. And this, this is why, you know, you know, when you heard in COVID, they're like, oh, some of these executives are taking pay cuts and stuff. But like, right. again, like obviously I'm not really talking about so all, ex- exactly. I'm not talking about all executives, but like generally a lot, like a vast majority of their comp actually like most of it is in like shares, stock options, you know, all this other stuff where you can kind of like play around, play around, you know? And like you said, take out a loan based on like, let's say you have so many stock options. You can like take out a loan based on that, use that to pay for things and then like manipulate that around with taxes. Yeah. Like it's, 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 I don't know the full intricacies of it, obviously, but like, it's just messed up. So like actually majority of the salaries, like if you look at, and, and this for any publicly traded company, you can look up a CEO or anyone and see what their salary is. And generally the salaries actually like some of them are not that high, like 500 K 600 K, which is year, already high, which is already exactly. It's like, yeah, that's so much money. You don't need more than right. that. You don't need more don't, than that. They probably don't take more because they're just going to get taxed a shit ton. Because, because yeah. think about it this way, when you get paid income and this is another You're taxed thing too, on income tax. you're taxed on a hundred percent of what you earn. And then when you earn, like, especially in Canada, our income tax is relatively high. Yeah. So like if you earn, I think past a hundred K, like the, whatever you earn past a hundred K is taxed. Like, I don't know, 40, 50%. A lot more. Quite a lot. Yeah. But again, you're still taking home. Like, even if my entire 500 K salary is taxed at 50%, I'm still taking home $250,000 a year. Exactly. That's a year. Like, and it's a, it's a progressive tax rate, right? So you're going to, it's it's not actually being taxed 50%. Exactly. You're being taxed. The first thirty exactly. per thirty thousand, you Which, get taxed ugh. at a certain rate. Then Th- this annoys rate. me when people are like, "Oh my god!" Like I get it; it is yeah. high. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's like you're making five hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, like, or, or or a million, for example. Like you're making a million dollars a year. Like and 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 again, that's why they pref- and, and it's interesting though because there has been some legislation in place. Like Canada did it recently, right? Where you can only get a certain amount in stock options now per year and get that benefit. Okay, that's yeah. good. There's so some it's a two hundred k limit, so you can get granted two hundred k, and then anything over that gets taxed at one hundred percent. So, but you know what the issue is with this? What's which the I, issue? I agree. <laughs> What's the issue? I agree with le- legislations, mm. all that stuff. The problem is because we are we're living in such a global economy. Yeah. When you live in a country like Canada, where we have more legislation, we have more taxes. Yeah. The people that are greedy, <laughs> that want more money, yeah, are just naturally going to go to the U.S where there's less legislation, yeah. which means un- until we have a global system yeah. where, you know, it's kind of like fair and balanced across, which is never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But because we don't have that, unfortunately, because of the system that, that is in place, mm. people that are going to benefit the most from capitalism are going to go to the States. And that's going to leave us with <coughs> most, like it's going to leave us with less, which is why yeah. probably we're having issues with our own media because yeah. like all our talent goes to the U S they can make more money there. Exactly. Well, going to go to us. And then it is even an issue within the U S like look at what's been happening with California, right? Like because California generally right. has higher they tax. Go to te- they go to Texas. They go to Texas. Right. So you have all these like, so they'll still, and this is what's yeah. bullshit though. They'll still run the company from the, from California, right? Like they'll still See, be employed be, in that company. That should be illegal. But they're like their home base working remotely. Yeah. And then, and then, and then they might fly in. Yeah. So like, for example, this is another, again, there's all these loopholes, right? Yeah. So when I was working in the UK, for example, um, so obviously part of the UK, there's like uh, the channel islands. So one of them is Jersey, which is like tax free, which is like a tax haven basically. Right. And it was funny because the company that I worked at was based in London. The head office was in London. Our CEO, our senior, one of our other senior directors all lived in Jersey and they, they would fly, they would do most of their meetings remote. We did have an office in Jersey, all this stuff. But they they actually worked with their secretaries. And there's if you live in Jersey, 
you have to work a certain number of days in Jersey to qualify for that right. for that zero percent tax, right? Right. So or whatever the I, maybe it's a low, like maybe I think it is zero. But so if you work in London or in the mainland for too many days, you'll get taxed a UK rate. Right. For your income. So they were so smart about it. They had it down to the day. So yeah, they would yeah. they would fly to London for meetings and they would be in London for meetings, but they would only do a certain right. number per year so that they didn't get taxed. Right. Right. Like there's all these. And, there's and, all these loopholes. And this is the thing. And, and you're always going to get that if you have places such as Jersey exactly. and you have these like tax havens. That's why people like create shell exactly. companies it's in all just, these other countries. It's all messed up. Yeah. Um, and it should it shouldn't be allowed. Right. Like if a company... And this is the thing with companies too, as they get more digital and more, you can, you don't have to have a head office in Canada. You could operate in Canada, yes. have a head office somewhere else, don't pay proper taxes, siphon the money to Bermuda. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what they do, aren't they? Exactly. And that's where legislation has to catch up. That's yeah. where legislation has to come in and be like, you're right, have a level playing field for everybody. Oh, you know? It's just, yeah, it's very frustrating. It is. But anyway. Anyway, next story. What we what we got? Next story. Um, I guess we can talk about... I think it's this okay, one. Okay, so... <laughs> Oh god! Oh so god! So this guy has been going viral all over my TikTok. Ugh. His name is Matt Rife. Have you guys heard of this man? So apparently, okay. So he, I, I remember seeing him like months ago. Yeah. He like showed up on my TikTok. Yeah. He's like a comedian. Okay, yeah. so he does stand up comedy, and I remember like the first video I saw of him was b- him basically like being talking about how he's like good looking and that's like hard and calm i don't know yeah. he's like making a joke about how like being good looking is not good in comedy whatever yeah he's not bad looking don't get me wrong like he's he's relatively decent looking yeah but like for me it's like he's just not funny no anyway he got so he he became huge on tiktok he like blew up because he's a good looking guy and he's a comedian okay but I do, this is the thing i think everyone's like oh my god matt rife matt rife they're like he's so hot blah 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 and i'm like um, he's not actually that hot. He's, like he's, okay. he's, he's he's not bad. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not saying that he's bad looking. He's not. Like he's he is a good like, looking he's guy. Good looking. Yeah. But he's not like this. They're putting him like they're like. I feel like people are talking about Matt Rife like Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like no 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 no. He's not on Brad Pitt level. Right. Oh definitely. I mean no one's on Brad Pitt level. I know. But I know. Uh, <laughs> but like I'm just saying. Like even there, I'm like okay. Like he's not I bad looking. I think it's because like with again, it is because in comedy usually most people are not good looking. So I think like when I mean, that sounds really bad, that does. but it's kind of true. Like, because like, I don't know. I feel like most, like if you, to be an actor, you kind of have to be good looking. Mm. Sometimes to be a singer, you have to be good looking, but with comedy, it's almost like, and it, he's kind of right. Like it's all, sometimes it's like a hindrance. Mm. Maybe it's not a hindrance. Maybe they just say it's a hindrance. Yeah. In my, in my experience, the good looking comedians, there's a few, mm. they're just not funny. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're just not that funny. Like if you were just as hilarious mm. and good looking, like it would not be a hindrance. But you're just like not as funny. Like there was this guy. What's his name? He's like this brown guy. Hassan. Is that his name? No, not Hassan. I don't want to say Russell Peters. No, not Russell. No, he's funny and he's not that good looking. No, true. Um, There's another guy. He like he had his own Netflix special as well. Yeah. And he was like really famous and he's like pretty good looking. Yeah. I didn't find him that funny. Mm. Um, some people I might, but I did not find him that I funny. I find it hard because like I've, I've, I've actually watched a few of the Netflix specials of comedians. Yeah. I think and and I honestly haven't gotten into like a lot of them. Like yeah, there's I'm, been a few and I've been like, I'm like, oh, it's okay. Cause like, I, I remember like I've been to some like really good comedy shows. Yeah. You, honestly, like some really good ones. I remember there was a just for laughs here in Calgary and yeah, I, went, yeah. I went to it. It was amazing. Like, yeah. Hassan it was, Mihaj. You've seen this guy. Oh yes. He's yeah, like yeah. kind of good looking. Yeah. He's not bad looking. I remember being like, oh, he's kind of hot, but he's yeah. just not funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
But like, I feel like those Netflix specials, I don't know if it's like the awkward or something, but like even funny comedians doing Netflix right. specials. Right. Do you think like, it's like, awkward? I'm like, it's Do you think not that funny. it's too much of a production? I think that's part of it. Do I think, you think it's that's like, why? yeah. I feel like comedy is like funny when you're kind of like in like a like dingy, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, when it's like a theater performance, mm. like it's a little bit awkward sometimes. Definitely. And you know, like, for example, I did go to one, for example, I went to London, I went to a comedy show in London and it was drag queens. Ah. And the main, I'm sure com- that's so funny. The main comedian was Bianca Del Rio. Ah. Uh. And let me tell you, I would have died. That shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like I was dying. Yes, I would have loved to be there. Oh, and this um, was, this was before I was into drag yeah, race. Yeah, you didn't even know. I'm quite sad because like I I've I've since obviously got that re- got you into drag race. Well, not really. It was like somebody okay. at work. They they like I remember someone at work like years. This was years ago, and I like ended up watching a few episodes of my flatmate, and then me and her became addicted. Mm. And then I went through like a drag race phase. I'm not such a big. I don't watch it as much anymore. Right. Um. But. I remember season six. It is still my favorite season. Yeah. With Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. Um, oh, still your favorite season. Oh, yeah. it's just so fucking it was so good. good. It was, yeah. I mean, Bianca re- really made that season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the ad libs and stuff. Like you even loved it. I remember yeah, you were yeah, like, I loved it. you would like quote her. You I would got be like, really into it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, tell me something you're good at quickly. <laughs> tell, me, tell me something you're really successful at really quickly or something. I can't remember the quote, but, um, but I wish I knew that now. And I wish I knew some of the drag race characters. Cause even some of the jokes, not all of them I got because some of them were about characters right. and I'd never seen it. But now going back, it would have been so yeah, much more it funny. It would have been hilarious. Yeah. But anyway, Matt, right. Um, so Matt Rife. So, so he got into some hot water. So basically he became really successful on TikTok. Mm. He got so many followers. And again, it's probably because he's like pretty good looking. Yeah, and he has a really nice body. He has a nice body. And like he does like, he works the crowd and stuff. Yeah. Again, I never found him that funny, yeah. but like whatever. Um, everyone has different comedy taste, whatever. Mm. I, but like he lit- genuinely became famous because he's like good looking. Yeah. Anyways, he got this Netflix special. And I guess like most of his demographic, because he's a good looking man, is female. Mm. Okay. Like it's mostly women. Yeah. Okay. And so we got this Netflix special and like one of the, I guess I haven't watched it, but I saw the clip about this joke and I was like, oh my God, it's so stupid. Yeah. So basically he made a joke, um, about how a domestic violence against women oh, and, I it, and it was like within the first few minutes. So he yeah. basically said something like, I remember he's like, oh, I saw women with like a black eye and maybe if she learned to cook, okay, what was the joke? Hold on. It, it Does might it be actually here. have it in here. Here it is. Okay, so at the beginning of Matt Rife, Natural Selection, uh, that's the name of his comedy special. Oh, God. He tells a story about being served in a restaurant by a woman who has a black eye, to which he joked, yeah, but I feel like if she could cook, I, she wouldn't have that black eye. And then he said just, and then obviously it was like, you know, the reaction was like not that great because that's yeah. eight. The thing is, it's not funny. No. <laughs> like, here's the problem. If it was funny. That's the thing. Great. That's the thing. So a lot of people are saying, so... He did this special and then mm. he got like a lot of black backlash for it. Yeah. And then, of course, he goes on this like rant about how, you know, like, oh, people can't take a joke anymore. You know, the whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, it's some in some ways I understand. But like he's basically like, oh, my God, people are so offended. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Like and he's like, you know, doubling down on how like you shouldn't be so offended at a mm. joke. But then but then people are like, well, you know, listen. People tell very offensive jokes all the time. Of course. The, the problem is when your joke isn't as funny as it is offensive. That there's the problem. That's the problem. Right? Like yeah. if it was just as funny, because I've heard some like worse jokes than this, like for sure about like some crazy shit. Oh yeah. And people don't get into shit. Yeah. But it's because it's like actually really fucking funny. It's not like, oh, like this is kind of like such a lame joke. Oh yeah. yeah. 
I, I bet you if, I feel like if she could cook, she wouldn't have that it's, black it's eye. It's basically like, oh, I told her to go make a sandwich. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Like and it, it's not funny. Like, nobody would. I, like, I, exactly. Yeah. It, it's just offensive. Like, it's yeah. not even funny. So that's the thing. That's where you have to, like, make sure it's, like, just as funny. Mm. Like, did you not test this out with, yeah. like, a, you know, like, you're doing a Netflix. This is what's crazy to me. Yeah. You're doing a Netflix special. Okay. Most comedians would have tested all their jokes yes. in, like, random comedy clubs. To see like how it see would the, land. See the reaction. But anyway, this yeah. like sparked a bunch of, you know, but again, like maybe it's a good thing that it sparked all this backlash because you know what they say, like no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, true. Um, And he's just, he's just very, and a lot of people are saying like, I can't believe like you would make a joke about, you know, about like women when your entire audience is women. And apparently he's always wanted like a more male audience and. So that's why he's trying to like pivot in that direction. Yeah. But clearly he's not funny enough. <laughs> I know. He's, cause I, I honestly don't find him that funny. Like, I don't. I, 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 think, I never have. I think he has like an insecurity about it. Like because mm. he's probably always wanted to be like a respected comedian. Yeah. But now he's finally become successful and he knows it's because of his looks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that he because I don't think he was like as again like he's not that great. But like yeah. I think he like got better looking over the years. Yeah. So I think like now that he's like good looking now he's famous. Mm. So he probably has a little bit of resentment over that. Yeah. Because he's probably like trying to figure out am i famous because i'm funny or because i'm good looking uh-huh. but listen to this oh god <laughs> so what is what has matt rife said about this netflix special controversy yes, I saw this. so he took to instagram on november 20th to respond to the backlash guys where he issued a mock apology he said if you've ever been offended by a joke i've told here's a link to my official apology he wrote alongside and a link that said tap to solve the issue when tapped the link brought followers to a health website where they could purchase special needs helmets, which just upset people further <laughs> with, with some accusing him of ableism. Like again, yeah. like what so, are you so doing? Again, the joke was supposed to be like your, your, what is it? Like you need a helmet to go through life or something. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you're so fragile. Exactly. You're so... Like, what are you doing again? Not, not that funny. No, again, it's just like, <laughs> these are just not funny jokes. I, like it's just not funny. Yeah. Like, Again, like I love offensive comedy. Okay, I uh, do. Yeah, I really love offensive comedy, but like it has to be funny. It does. It does. Otherwise, it's just really uncomfortable. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem with offensive jokes, right? Mm. If it's not hilarious, it's very uncomfortable. I need to find this show because, like, again, this came up. So I've had I've had a few things. I must have been watching some comedy stuff. Yeah. I had some comedy things come up on my TikTok. Fucking loving it. Yeah. Um, one of them is when you take like two like there's a, there was a show I think it was in the UK where they had like comedians that like would battle each yeah. other and like would like. You yeah, know, they yeah, were like yeah. friends. They would like they would like roast each other. Exactly. And it was so fucking good. And some of the roasts are very yeah. very controversial, yeah. but they are fucking hilarious. That's what I mean. Because they're like so good. And then like so that one I love. This one is less controversial, but some of the stuff was pretty like um it was like I wish I knew what the show was called. Somebody probably knows. I can't remember. But basically, um this lady was like pulling names out of a, or like things out of a hat. Yeah. And it was like ad living. So it was like these comedy, these guys and, okay. and she would come and get involved and it yeah. would be like, she'd like read it out and they'd have to ad lib. She's like things you could say about a restaurant that you can't say about your partner. Oh yeah. yeah. This is a, whose line is it? Whose line is it? Right. Anyway? That, that show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I uh, loved that show. That was fucking, such a good show. And some of it was pretty, uh, racy yeah. and controversial, yeah, yeah, yeah. but again, it was funny. And it wasn't just like offensive for no reason. No, no, right. exactly. It wasn't like, Oh, well, if she had a black eye, she should have cooked a sandwich. Right. <laughs> People are like, okay, next. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh so God, it's so dumb. It is. It really is. Come on, you have a Netflix special. You've got millions of followers, and that's the joke you came up with. I know. That's what Come you decided on. to do for your Netflix special. Like, have you watched the? Uh, oh fuck, Ali Wong Netflix special. I haven't seen it. No. Oh my God, you is it actually watch it. good? It's so funny. Yeah. Like I like the first time I watched, I like died. 
Okay, it's so funny. And again, she has very offensive jokes. I'm going to watch it tonight. No, oh, yeah, wanna, please watch it. Get was, high and watch it. I, well, I was going to well, watch... what else is the option? I was going to watch Saltburn, though, as well. Ooh. Oh. But I don't know if I'm going to have time. It's already like nine, and I have to okay, like... so watch the Netflix special, because mm, it's shorter. Like an hour. I think it's shorter. They're yeah. usually like an hour. Yeah. Oh, my. It's so funny. Like, and again, she makes offensive jokes. Like, she'll yeah. be like... Basically, her well, her ex husband now, but like at the time she, she was married, one of the jokes was like, she and her husband, they're both like half, they're they're both Asian, fully Asian, but mm-hmm. they're half of type of, one type of Asian, mm-hmm. and she's like, we're both half fancy Asian, and half jungle Asian, oh. like that's fucking offensive. But yeah. it was like the way she delivered it was like exactly. hilarious. Like it was nobody got upset. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe some people did, but it wasn't like a huge thing. Yeah, because it was like funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again if it's a funny joke and it's not like stupid yeah and it's and the, you're right the funniness outweighs the offensiveness yeah. this is just like something you would say i don't know like at a frat party like oh i know go oh, make god. a joke oh, oh, oh go make me a sandwich oh, oh god it's just so <laughs> not funny yeah anyways um so yeah matt oh. rife guys what do you guys think do you yeah. think he's funny do you think he's good looking he's hot is he, he's also had some like other controversy like for example plastic surgery that, yeah so yeah. like a lot of people are speculating he had plastic surgery I, I don't think it really matters who cares but like somebody like oh my god again he also can't take a joke which is hilarious mm. so basically I guess there was like, like a big um, famous I don't know like some plastic surgeon on TikTok he yeah. has like his own clinic is it the Asian guy no okay. he's like a, I mean, there's a lot of like plastic surgeons like anyway everyone's on yeah. TikTok because they're trying to promote their business yeah so I guess there's just one plastic surgeon and maybe he's like a celebrity plastic surgeon mm. and he um uh, again, he does random TikToks to like promote his business. Yeah. And he did this one TikTok and it was like a, like he didn't name anybody. Yeah. And basically the text was like, um, it's, it, it's a TikTok of him like running to like some music or whatever. And the text is like, Oh, when you give, uh, your celebrity client, the best jawline of, of their life. And then they get canceled or something like this. Uh, so everyone thought he's talking about Matt Rife. Yeah, Cause yeah, it yeah. like literally the timing was like this, yeah. but again, he never mentioned Matt Rife. Yeah. Never mentioned anybody. Yeah. And then Matt Rife, I guess, commented and said something like, oh, you know, like defamation. Defamation of character. Defamation is illegal or something so stupid. I'm like, okay, you can't take a joke. And this is the worst thing, guys. Honestly. Don't double down. (laughs) The best. Exactly. Don't double down. We've, We've talked about this before, guys. But also the best comedians in life are ones that can also roll with the punches. Exactly. And they make fun of themselves. And if there's yeah. like a controversy, they'll laugh it like, off. Like I would have, maybe if you were funny, you would have been like, oh, I'm sending you my, like, I don't know, like whatever. Like yeah. make a joke about it. Like add on to it. Like, exactly. Don't, like, or just ignore it. Yeah. But he like cannot ignore it. Like yeah. he is so butthurt. I think he's just like really like. He's just really insecure. Insecure. Yeah. He's really insecure. And yeah like i don't know how he became so famous i like i genuinely don't know i know because i mean like i said i don't want to knock anyone like i'm not knocking people's looks like he is a good looking guy but like am i am i like like is he like so good looking that i feel like he could get catapulted into fame you know what i I mean (laughs) well apparently he is apparently like i think he's again i think it's because he's a comedian yeah like if i think if he was like trying to be an actor this would not work his face would be okay just like any other face in hollywood yeah but again because comedians aren't generally not look you know Mm known for being super good looking yeah <laughs> he's one of the few relatively decent looking <laughs> <laughs> i mean let's be honest okay yeah. true. true true okay and maybe maybe when you're good looking you're just not funny yeah and on that <laughs> and on that positive note guys thank you so much for listening yeah um hope you guys enjoyed this episode let mm-hmm. me know what you guys think of any of the things that we talked about in the comments if you are watching this on youtube 
If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you thumbs up this video. <laughs> of course, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast, mm -hmm. exclusive content, ad free content, uh, content a, a week before everyone else. Yeah. What else, Daniel? And also, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast plot platform, uh, don't forget to hit follow because then you get updated every single time the new episode goes live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Uh, happy holidays. Oh, yeah. Have a great Christmas and have New Year's. Great, yeah. And we probably caught you after, but yeah, still. Doesn't matter. Happy holidays. Exactly. Happy New Year's. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.